JT DeVolt with you today for the True Driven Podcast, the podcast for the few, the true, the driven, those special, unique, badass people we call the True Driven. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here for the True Driven Podcast. Always appreciate it. And uh, as always, if you get value from this show, Make sure you give us a subscribe, either on uh, Spotify, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're of course on YouTube, if you're in for the video version of this, there is a video version, and as always, share the message far and wide, especially with folks that you think might need it right now, because so many people do. This is the show for the True Drivens, those folks out there who know that they are built for and destined for greatness. People who don't need the motivational bullshit to get themselves into action. Those people who have that internal burning internal combustion engine, that drive that gets them up in the morning, keeps them up at night and keeps them moving. But the people who also have a solid foot on the ground realizing that it's not about hustling at all costs. Those folks who are dedicated and committed to continual growth, not just for the fa- the, the sake of uh, the result. They know it's beyond more than just results. These are folks who love the journey, who love the game, who love the drive. And I'm a little bit fired up today because we're going to be top- talking about a topic that comes up in different forms People say it, they communicate it differently, but probably one thing that you hear uh, kind of described as the most is that, that space between inspiration and action, that space that sometimes never gets filled. A lot of times you hear this uh, sort of described as or referred to as procrastination. I get people that ask me all the time, hey, how do I overcome procrastination? How do I overcome procrastination? And I have a really simple question for that question. I'm going to get to that question. I'm going to get to my question in response to the question of procrastination in just a moment. But let's talk about what procrastination really is. A lot of times people think procrastination is a lazy person's disease. And if that's the case, I'm not talking to those people. I think by now people, you all understand that true drivens are the furthest thing from lazy. Misunderstood, yes. Crazy maybe, but not lazy. Procrastination, the misunderstood part of that is that condition is not the condition of a lazy person. Lazy people don't procrastinate. Lazy people don't do shit. Lazy people sit around waiting for something to happen for them. Lazy people make excuses and say, you know what? It's the situation. It's other people. It's their fault. That's lazy. It's also pathetic and weak. 
Procrastination actually happens to the highest performing people, the most accomplished people you know. Those folks are faced with, with procrastination on a continual basis. Not occasional, but on a continual basis. The difference is, is they've learned how to work with it. They've learned how to leverage that sensation of procrastination, because that's really all it is. They've learned how to say no to the little voice inside them that doesn't want to do it. That starts coming up with the excuses. In fact, not only did they do that, they learned how to say fuck you to the I don't want to voice. That's that's the difference when it comes to people who can take a moment of procrastination and turn it into a moment of action. At its core, procrastination has a few little seeds, fuel if you will, that keeps it alive. Number one is there is a sense of overwhelm. Think about anything right now that you're working against. If you find yourself in a state of procrastination, the question, you know, the thing you got to kind of uh, ask yourself in that moment is, what about this moment is overwhelming to me? Sometimes it's because we think we have so much to do. We have so much on our shoulders. The weight of the world is on my shoulders. Hey, guess what? That's a fucking great thing. As a leader, you're supposed to feel the weight on your shoulders. It's kind of part of the process. It's kind of part of the deal. And so if you're a true driven and you're starting to feel this sense like, man, I feel like everything is on my shoulders. The weight of the world is on me. You better stand up and recognize that that's the way it was supposed to be because someone or some people Maybe the force of God, nature, whatever you believe in, put that weight on your shoulders because they, it, whatever, trusts you to handle it. If you're procrastinating in those moments when you feel overwhelmed, that's the time for you to stop thinking about how many other people are trusting in you and counting on you, and you start trusting yourself. You start counting on yourself. Start seeing yourself identifying as that leader who can shoulder the burden, who can carry the weight. Procrastination, yeah, it's part part of it is the overwhelm side. We feel overwhelmed because we have so much coming at us. We can't turn off that fire hose of information, that fire hose of input, that fire hose of demands, because it's coming from outside of us. And again, this is where people who bitch and complain about life, that's where they stop. That's where they cease to move forward. That's where they self-select out of the game of excellence. That's where they make excuses. In fact, not only do they make excuses, they point fingers at those of us who step up to the challenge. Those motherfuckers are the ones on the sideline bitching and complaining because life dealt them a shitty hand. Their parents this, their school that, the church this, the government that, the economy, you name it, they'll find a way to bitch, complain, and and make an excuse for not showing up. That's not you. Now, 
It might be tempting because you can see all the attention that they get, especially nowadays. We will stop the press for somebody when they get their feelings hurt, when they feel offended. Offended is a choice. You have a choice minute to minute, moment by moment, to either receive information, process it, and do something with it, or get offended and allow that weakness that surrendering of your own internal power to other people, you allow that to happen. That's all being offended really is. It's when somebody surrenders their personal power to an outside force, whether that's another human being, another individual, or whatever. So these people who want to cancel things, they have decided they're too weak. They lack the moral courage. They lack the intellectual courage and strength To deal with the fact that there's something different than the way they see life. That's not you. But it's a behavior pattern when we make excuses and go down the procrastination side. We're like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Hey, guess what? Welcome to the world. As opposed to allowing your feelings to run your life like these people who get offended easily. Here's a different way of looking at it. You, my friend, cannot control what the world throws at you nor are you expected to. What the expectation is as a leader is what can you do in response to that outside outside stimuli? What will you do with it? And the, the challenge is, is that so many people feel that they have to get it right every single time. The reality is, Not only do you not have to be perfect, you can't be perfect. I remember several years ago, my team and I were going to be doing a a live event. I was going to be speaking at this event. We were setting up for it. And there was a lot of pressure because we wanted to perform well. We wanted to make sure the people there received value. You know, the whole typical thing. Now, yeah, I'm the main guy. I'm the one speaking, but my AV guy, he was, you know, he wanted to be his best. And the woman taking registration, she wanted to be her best. The whole team was a high performance team. That's what high performance teams do. They lean into the challenge. And so they were feeling that pressure and they started to feel overwhelmed. And I could see it in the way they were hesitating. Their physical demeanor was one of a person being beat down, being asked too much. And so I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, well, look, man, you know, we've got all this stuff going on and we've got all these last minute changes and, you know, we've got to get this thing right. We want to be awesome. And I'm like, that's great. I I want you to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. But we're like trying to do this. We're trying to do that. And it, it occurred to me. You are seeking perfection. And people who identify as a perfectionist, it's a weak ass belief system. It's a, it's a, it takes a lack of courage to go, oh, I'm a perfectionist because you're literally admitting that you are an excuse making machine, that you are willing to identify as somebody who's looking for an excuse for a way out. That's all a perfectionist is. Now I will say this, my team, they weren't behaving that way, but they were definitely overwhelmed and they were underperforming. So I said, Hey, I made them, let's, let's stop what we're doing. Everybody look at me. Eye contact. In the calmest method I could, I'm like, hey, I told him one thing. I'm telling you this right now. 
This is my personal catchphrase, if you want to think about it that way. My personal quote. I told them, hey, don't be perfect, just be awesome. Don't be perfect because you cannot be. Don't be perfect because nature in and of itself abhors perfection. If you've got a predator, let's call it a, a, like, a, like a cheetah or a lion or a panther out on the prowl looking for prey, if they notice perfection, something that doesn't have minor flaws in, it, in nature, they will go the opposite direction because obviously nature doesn't work on perfection. Now, to us as human beings, we might look at something and think, man, it's damn near perfect. Look at that sun sunset. Look at that sunrise. It's almost perfect. It's beautiful. Except for one small thing. It's not. And beasts in the animal kingdom, of which we are part of, they recognize that there is no such thing as perfection. In fact, perfection is off-putting to them. They see it as a possible trap, as a possible threat. Probably man-made. So they run the opposite direction. So how in the world, if a fucking predator, a killing machine... A machine designed for success, a machine designed for high performance, like a cheetah, like a lion, like a great white shark. If they'll run from perfection, how come you're running toward it? Is it because you're looking for a way out? Is it because you're actually looking for an opportunity to fail so that you can say, well, I tried. Here's the deal. Stop doing that. Don't be perfect. Just be awesome. You can't be perfect, but you can damn sure well be fucking awesome. You can be awesome anytime you want. You can pursue perfection. Don't get me wrong. You can pursue it. You can have a sense of what perfect looks like and means to you. In the last episode, we were talking about the big four. Values, vision, mission, and purpose. And when we were talking about purpose, I said, hey, you know what purpose is? Purpose brings meaning. That's really what it is. It's not your fucking why. It's the meaning behind what you do. You get to define the meaning behind everything you do. So if you're procrastinating, if you're not getting what you want from life, start figuring out what it fucking means to you right now. Because if you lack meaning behind anything, whether it's a workout, whether it's a business venture, whether it's a relationship, whether it's changing any kind of a habit, any kind of life that you're building for yourself, if you are not meeting up to your standards, then get clear on what the meaning of the entire thing means to you, what it is. We talked about vision too. Vision is very much the same. It's possible that you're lacking the vision for this thing, and that's what's causing the procrastination. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest factors that causes procrastination is overwhelm. This sense that everything is coming at me right now, I have to handle it all at once. I have to be perfect. I can't drop any balls which is complete and utter bullshit. If right now you feel like you've got a lot coming at you, great. That's a great sign. That's a sign that you've put yourself in a competitive place and you are pursuing something worthwhile. If right now you feel like I've got to take some time away and I've got to pump the brakes because I'm feeling overwhelmed, that's fine too. But maybe instead of seeing it as a need for a break, maybe it's a time to start reprioritizing what's really important. Because the question I'm going to ask you if you feel overwhelmed right now is, are you trying to eat the entire elephant all at once? Probably. Two, 
Are you really supposed to eat the whole thing? We lack, oftentimes, in an overwhelmed situation, the priorities. We've put priorities because we never actually thought through them. We weren't clear on our values. We don't have it connected to our vision. We might be on a mission, but we think we're going to accomplish the mission in one fell swoop. That's not how it works. And if you want to accomplish something great, you have to be able to break it down into chapters, into chunks, into sections. So you have little checkpoints along what I like to call the flight plan to success. Even name my book that. But here's the deal. If you're not creating priorities, then everything feels like a priority. Every text message, every email, every phone call, even if it's from a spammer, you'll look at that and go, well, I better call. I better answer this because then I'll tell them to take me off the no call list. Listen, if it's not getting you closer to accomplishing your mission, tell them to fuck off. Either literally or put the thing on airplane mode so nobody can touch you. If you're overwhelmed... It could be situational. It could be momentary. But if you're feeling overwhelmed in general in life, and that's causing you to procrastinate on your mission, on your vision, then the question I ask you is, when are you going to make you the priority? Nobody else is going to do this for you. Nobody's coming to save you, as they used to say to us in our pre-flight briefs before our, before our missions. Nobody's coming to save you, expect to self-rescue. That was what they would say if we were in a situation or in an area in a particular region where the search and rescue guys couldn't come get us if we got shot down. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to be so dramatic like that. The, the thing, though, you have to take on is that 100% full responsibility, that ownership and realize you don't have to accomplish everything all at once. Not everything is a priority. You have to start with yourself as a priority first. That is what we call what I refer to as personal leadership. And it's the single most important thing you can learn and the single most important thing you can nurture on a continual daily basis. If you're not taking great care of your personal leadership where you put yourself as a very high priority, number one, then everything else falls apart. Not to be cliche, but everybody who's ever flown an airplane knows that pre-flight safety brief from the flight attendants, when they tell you in the uneventful or unexpected event of a loss of cabin pressurization, an oxygen mask will be presented to you. Put yours on first before you take care of somebody else. The reason? Because if you pass out, you're no fucking good to anybody around you. So how come you're continuing to do this in your business? How come you're continuing to do this with your fitness, your health, your happiness, the things that are important to you? When the fuck is it going to be your time? That's my question. If you're not where you want to be right now, if you find yourself procrastinating, yeah, you might be overwhelmed. But are you overwhelmed 24-7? If that's the case and that's what's causing you to procrastinate, my challenge to you is when is it going to be your time? Because clearly you haven't made yourself the priority. Clearly you haven't held yourself important enough to say, I'm going to put my values, my vision, my mission, and my purpose first. Or I'm going to put my values, 
as part of everything I do on a daily basis. I'm going to create that vision and then I'm going to be on a mission to make that vision a reality and I'm going to do everything with a sense of purpose. When you do that, you can't fail. But look, if you're procrastinating and you say, well, it's because I'm overwhelmed, then maybe it's time to make you the priority as opposed to all this other bullshit that you think as a leader you have to, you have to take care of. I know the kids are counting on you. I know your spouse is counting on you. I know the people on your team are counting on you, especially if you are a business owner, especially if you're the CEO, especially if you're the one that people look to for answers. It feels overwhelming, but until you take care of you, all those other people, all that other stuff is going to literally cascade into a gigantic mess because you didn't take care of the single most important priority and that was you. Look, another thing that can cause procrastination is a lack of clarity. A clarity, not just on the priorities and what's important, but a clarity on what you actually want. I love asking that question of people. When I sit down, I'm actually working with them. First question generally, at least one of the top first questions, if not the number one first question out of my mouth with them is, what do you want? What do you want? You would be shocked at how few people can answer that question. You'd be shocked at how much people struggle to answer that question. And do you know why? The reason most people cannot answer that question without squirming, without umming and awing their way through an entirely very cringy, sometimes very uncomfortable scenario or, you know, situation is because they haven't really thought about it again, because they haven't put themselves, you know, serious enough or or held themselves as important enough to answer the question. If you can't answer the question, what do you want? And you can't say it right off the top of your head, or at least within a few seconds of kind of catching yourself in that situation, especially if somebody kind of takes you off balance with that question, which I often will do just to see how somebody responds to it. If it takes you too long or if you can't get to it, you draw a total blank. That's the other reason you are procrastinating is because you haven't really gotten clear on what you actually want. And when I say clear, I'm not just talking about something generally speaking. Well, I want financial freedom. The fuck does that even mean? What does that even mean? It's going to mean something different to me than it is to you that it means to the guy who's running a $700 million company. It's going to be something, it's going to mean something different to the woman who has a complete region of her company that she's taken over. And now she's in charge of 5,000 employees, financial freedom, time freedom, whatever. That is a throwaway answer. You've got to dig deep. What do you mean by that word? What does it mean to have a successful business? What does it mean to have a successful marriage? What does it mean to be strong, fit, healthy? Those are just words that people use to kind of go, okay, at least I'm getting somewhere. And look, I don't mean to like beat you up on this. If that's the best you got right now, it's better than nothing. And chances are you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were starting with zero. But if you are, that's fine too. I'm challenging you now to take that next step in your personal leadership and start working on what's important to you, what it means to you, what you 
want. Because if you're overwhelmed, it's probably from a lack of clarity or the fact that you haven't made the right priorities, the most effective priorities. If you're not clear, then now it's time to start getting clear. What do I want? Write it out. Work with it. Struggle with it. If it's uncomfortable, if it feels selfish or self-serving, you've got to get clear on that. You've got to work on that. That is a self-limiting belief that's keeping you from going to the top, and it's probably what's causing you to procrastinate. But I'm going to ask the question again. This is the question. When somebody says, well, I'm procrastinating, how do I get out of procrastination? My question is, when is it going to be your time? When is it going to be your time to succeed? When is it going to be your time to win? When is it going to be your time to rise to the occasion? When is it going to be your time to realize your potential to get the stuff that you want from life as opposed to being on the fucking sidelines and applauding when everybody else wins? The issue is not that you aren't worthy. The issue isn't that you don't deserve. Deserve is a bullshit word anyway. Let's stop talking about that. The question is, what are you willing to work for and earn? I get excuses all the time, but JT, you don't understand. I'll get to this. I'll work on my dream, my mission, if you will, JT, my vision when the kids are grown. Cause right now that's the, you know, you don't understand. I have kids. I understand. I do have kids. Yeah, but I've got to make dinner. I make dinner every night. Well, then I've got this. I've got people to answer to. Yeah, I know. I understand. Roger that. I got people counting on me. I get it. Let's just talk about those excuses for a second. Some people are magnificent at making excuses. They are quite literally bricklayers in their own right. Only instead of actual bricks, they create metaphorical bricks. Bricks that are one excuse at a time. I have a back injury. I'm old. I'm young. I don't have any education. I don't have any experience. I don't have any money. I definitely don't have the time. And they start creating all these little bricks. A big ass pile of bricks. And then the mortar that holds it all together is their story. Well, I tried it once, but. My Uncle Joe tried it, but. My spouse, my country, my neighbors, my kids, my brother, my sister. All this bullshit becomes the mortar that holds their excuses together. The story is the mortar. My challenge to you is this. Is it really working for you? Is that story still working for you? On some capacity, it is. You're getting something out of it if you continue to procrastinate and you start building up this brick wall, a fortress of bullshit. A fortress of bullshit built brick by brick with every small minor excuse. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm injured. I'm sad. I don't feel good. Listen, success, results, don't give a fuck about your feelings. They just don't. If you want to win, you're going to have to sometimes play the game in the rain. Sometimes you're going to have to play the game in the driving wind. Sometimes you're going to have to play the game when it's freezing cold outside or extremely hot. You're going to have to play the game in the visiting stadium with the crowd screaming in your ears, waiting for you to fuck up, waiting for you to fail and celebrating every time you do. 
if you need it to be perfect all the time, you know what I feel about this. Don't be perfect. Just be awesome. Rise to the occasion. Use that experience. Use that moment. Use that circumstance, that situation as the most amazing gift that it is. See it as the gift, as the opportunity to show what you are made of. And make no mistake, I'm not talking about showing someone else. I'm not talking about showing the world. I'm talking about showing you, showing yourself what you're made of. That's what those moments are for. If you find yourself procrastinating and allowing that to be a continual cycle for you, you're saying, I'm not willing to receive this gift I'm not willing to accept this opportunity to grow and to show, to grow who I am, to show who I am, to grow my skills, to show what I'm made of. It, like, that's exactly what you're saying. Imagine this. Imagine it's your birthday or your anniversary or whatever holiday of your choice. And the person that you love the most, think of who that is right now. That person comes to you. You can see the joy in their eyes. You can see it on their face, man. You can see there's something going on here. I don't know what it is, but they're definitely feeling joyful and happy. The love is pouring out of every ounce of their being, and it's directed at you. They come from behind, they reach behind and they have a gift and they hold it out to you. And they say, I got this just for you. What would you do with that gift? Now you might be saying to yourself, well, I would gracefully accept it. I would take the gift, I'd put it on the table, I'd open it up and Enjoy the gift, except when you get faced with adversity, when you get faced with a challenge, when you get faced with overwhelm, when you get faced with confusion, heartbreak, gut ache, whatever the thing is that you are building your fortress with excuses for, you are taking that gift and slapping it out of their hand and telling them, get out of my fucking face. That's literally what you're doing to opportunity. And opportunity is only going to take disrespect for so long before it says fuck you and moves on to the next person who's willing to accept the gift of challenge, to accept the gift of adversity, to accept the gift of stepping up. Sooner or later, opportunity is just going to say, I'm tired of knocking on your door. I got nothing left for you. Go fuck off. That's going to be a sad day, and I hope it's one that never happens to any of you. I hope that you specifically can step up to this and go, you know what? You're right. I'm going to accept this gift. Even though I don't feel good right now, I'm going to step into this challenge. Even though I feel disheartened, even though I feel undervaluable, undervalued, underskilled, even though I'm not clear on what I'm supposed to be doing, even though I have no experience, I have no money, I have no time, I'm going to do what I can with what I've got. That's the first ch test. That's the first challenge. Like, don't let that gift get squandered. 
That is the fate of opportunity trying to hand you this beautiful gift. It wants to give it to you. It's got that joyful, excited look on its face. It's coming at you from a place of love and you're telling it to fuck off. Now, the question is, you've got to figure out when it's your time. The most frustrating thing I hear people say, yeah, one day. When are you going to do this? One day. Yeah, one day when the kids are grown. One day when I got a little bit more money. One day when I get a little more time. I got this thing going on right now at work. My boss is kind of riding my ass. I got this thing right now. The stakeholders have really, you know, like they need this report. You know, one of these days, one day, one day, one day is a bunch of bullshit. That's not, there's no one day on the calendar. Look it up. There's Monday, which is not one day. There's Tuesday, which is not one day. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is not one day. There's one through 31, depending on the month. One through 30 on the others. One through on one through 28 in February, except for leap years that's got 29. But other than that, there is no day called one day. So you are lying to yourself. You are giving yourself an out saying you're not a high enough priority. You don't count. Everything else does. Everything else is more important than you. Everything else is more important than your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose, your big four. Everything else when you say one day. How about this? How about turning one day into day one? Today is day one. Today is day one. Today is the day where I stand and fight. Today is the day where I stop fucking around. Today is the day where I choose. I plant my foot in the ground and pivot. I make a huge move and I say no to the overwhelm. I say no to the lack of clarity. I say no to all the excuses that I have mounted up and started to build my fortress of bullshit, my fortress of fear, because I can't admit that I'm too scared to take that step. No, no more. If you're somebody who's always saying, one day I'll do it, one day I'll get to it, one day I'll be great, instead of saying one day, make today day one. One day converted to day one, day one becomes day two, day three, day four, and on and forward you march. That's where that's where the real magic happens. That's when greatness starts to come back at your door and go, hey, I see you're taking shit seriously. Instead of saying one day, let's make it day one. Let's make today day one. Because the opportunities that are coming at you aren't going to be there all the time. They're not going to last forever. And sooner rather than later, that flow of opportunity is going to start to whittle down to a trickle. And from a trickle to a drip, and pretty soon, you're going to be in a drought. A drought of your creating. So this concept of procrastination, this excuse behind procrastination, it's got to stop. If you find yourself procrastinating, know this. You're probably overthinking it. Keep it super simple. Stop overthinking things and do what you know you got to do. You don't need more time. You don't need more money. You don't need more training. You don't need more information. You need more action. You need to show yourself, to demonstrate to yourself that you are enough, that you are worth the investment of 
the chance, the risk. That's what it means to break out of that overthinking bullshit. The next part is second guessing. You have a tendency to second guess. We're like, okay, great. Now I'm going to do this. But before I do, what happens if I fuck up? What happens if I fail? We start second guessing ourselves by what ifing ourselves into the ground. What if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I lose everything? What if my loved ones turn their back on me? Guess what? It's going to happen if they can't keep up with you. You're going to lose. But being afraid of losing, being obsessed with loss is what's keeping more people from winning. Instead of thinking about what you might lose, consider what you might gain. Not just the big win, not just the big victory, not just the big outcome, but what are you going to gain from demonstrating to yourself and the world around you that you are not somebody who sits back and allows procrastination to kick your ass? What might you gain? And if you do lose, what about what you lose possibly being the end of the chapter in your life? Maybe it's time to lose that. Maybe it's time for that relationship to die and go away. Maybe it's time for that dead-end situation you're in to die and go away so that you can be reborn as the great person you were designed to be. Stop second-guessing. The other thing is stop being overly critical. I want you to be a critical thinker. That's what leadership's about, the ability to think critically The ability to plan ahead, problem solve, to be able to look at the contingencies and say, not everything is going to work out. We're going to have challenges. We're going to have things. We're going to have letdowns. We're going to have setbacks. The ability to look at that from a maturity standpoint and also a pragmatic standpoint and and plan around those contingencies in the event that they happen. The ability to think like that is thinking critically. But being critical or overly critical, especially of yourself, every time you make a mistake, every time you make a misstep, every time you say an um or an ah when you are trying to be smooth and perfect, every time you are obsessed with perfection instead of being awesome. Being overly critical of yourself is not a performance-enhancing behavior. It might have served you at one point. I know that from personal experience. I remember trying to beat the shit out of myself verbally so that I could beat everybody else to the chase. All my teachers that were judgmental of me. All my coaches, the people close to my fa- to me and my family, my friends, my life that were always critical of me. I would be overly critical of myself at the snap of a hat or snap of a finger just so that I could beat them to the punch and steal their thunder. But here's the thing, my friend, if that's still you doing that, realize this. At one point, those people aren't going to be in your circle of influence, at least not all the time. And there's going to be times when you're by yourself working on your mission. The late nights, the dark hours, as I like to call it, where nobody's looking at you. The shit you don't post on social media. The stuff that won't get you the likes and the follows. You know, the hard work, the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. The hours of grinding in the gym, the hours of grinding on your, on your, on your sales offer, the hours of making sales calls and getting hung up on, the hours of working on yourself so you can be the best leader, the best parent, the best spouse, the best member of society you can be. All that thankless stuff, but you start judging yourself and beating the living shit out of yourself because you're being overly critical. That has got to stop as well. The other thing that's got to stop is the reliance on the result. 
I have to have a result in order for this to be valuable. I have to get a return on my investment in order for this to be worthwhile. I got news for you, and this is going to sting for some of you. This is going to suck supremely. If you're obsessed with results and you need the result in order to, to validate your efforts, then that's amateur thinking. You are setting yourself up to lose. Results are great to have. Trust me. Let's focus on getting them. But be more obsessed with developing the identity of the person who gets that result. Be more obsessed with the work that goes into getting the result. Be more obsessed with being able to notice the mistakes and learn from them so that you can tweak fast and precisely with accuracy to the point where that mistake was a one-off. And if it's repeated again, you almost celebrate it because you got another look at it so that you can refine your process even more. This reliance on results. I have to have a result in order to be accepted. I have to have a result in order to be great. I have to be have results in order to have self-love or to be loved by other people. It's complete and utter bullshit, and we've got to break that cycle. That's not what leaders do. That's not what high performers do. They don't rely on results in order to feel fulfilled. They don't rely on results in order to be acknowledged. People will acknowledge your results. But if you take that burden, that yoke off of your neck and stop giving yourself such a hard fucking time over the result or the lack thereof, you will be shocked. I won't be, but you will be shocked at how much more effortlessly, how much faster, with more consistency, those results start to come to you. And the only thing that changed was you got clear and dropped that bullshit reliance on needing the result in order to validate the journey in the first place. If you're procrastinating right now, Notice and catch yourself. See if you're overwhelmed. Trying to take on too much because you haven't prioritized yourself. Notice if you are in that place where you are unclear. You don't know what to do. Maybe you need some support. Maybe you need some mentorship. Maybe you need to go to somebody who's been down the path before and ask for their help. I don't know. But until you get clear on that, maybe you need to just get clear on what it is you actually want and ask the question, what is it you want? But remember the overarching question that I'm challenging you with right now today. When is it going to be your time? Because if you're waiting for your fairy godmother, if you're waiting for some muse to tell you it's your time, you're going to be waiting for the rest of your life. And you don't know how much time that is. Only you can answer when it's your time. Only you can step into the reality that now is your time. Instead of waiting for one day, make today day one. And realize the journey begins when you say it does. When you stop overthinking, when you stop second guessing, when you stop being overly critical of yourself, and when you stop being reliant on the need for an obvious result, that's when you start to win. That's when you start to step up. And that's when everything starts to change for you. That's when you become the person who's in command of your destiny. It's not easy. It's not beautiful. It's not pure and it's not clean. It is what it is. The question is, 
Are you willing to drop the excuse? Anytime you find yourself procrastinating, remember this, this talk today. Remember this conversation you and I've had because you've got to get yourself to a place where just like every true driven out there, you can assess that you're fucked up and get yourself out of it without saying I'm fucked up and therefore that's how I identify. You're in a situation that's fucked up. You yourself are not the one that's fucked up. Your situation is one that is out of character or out of alignment with who and where you want to be. That's a big difference and we all go through it, but it doesn't define your life. It doesn't define your journey. There are people counting on you, even people you haven't met yet. The world needs your message. The world needs your example of what it looks like to step up into the face of fear, into the face of adversity, into the face of the unknown, no matter how great or how shitty you feel. We need more examples of that. It's time for you to ask, answer the question, when is it going to be your time? Make today the, that time. Make today day one. Do you and don't be perfect. Just be awesome. All right, my friends, it's time to get out there. It's time to go. It's time to get some. It's time to show what you're made of. Drop this procrastination bullshit. Give yourself the opportunity for this to be your time today. Do this today and every day and when you need it come back come back to the true driven podcast but remember it's already inside you you don't need it to be perfect because it's not about being perfect it's about being awesome don't be perfect just be awesome this is it my friends let's go get some and remember if you guys get some value from this, go ahead and give us a subscribe. Subscribe to us on uh, Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Find us everywhere. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, fly far, stay driven. Stay driven.